is time for Around the 412 with Smitty and Tyler. Welcome back to another episode of Around the 412. I am Tyler. With me, as always, is my co-host, Smitty. Go follow us on all of our social medias at Around the 412, as well as subscribing. If you're watching on YouTube right now, we just hit YouTube Partner. Um, that's a big deal for us. We've been trying to grow this YouTube for the past several years, so now we'll be able to to get monetized. And with that, we're going to try to bring more content besides just posting our show and clips of the show as well. So go check that out. Leave a like comment subscribe to the channel um and while you're down there go check out some of the links that we have it in the description of the show maybe we are in rocking around the 412 year six we have the link to the gofundme in the description over the past five years we've been able to raise over twenty five thousand dollars with the help of all of you guys to be able to help kids and provide them christmas in our local 412 and 724 area codes and also, starting last year, we were able to partner with the East Rochester Salvation Army and adopt kids off of their angel tree and provide Christmas for them as well because Smitty and I never had to worry about where gifts at Christmas time were coming from. So we've been able to try to give back with the help of all of you to, to provide the best Christmas we can for some of these kids. Yeah, um, it's been you know the best thing we do. We call it our baby. Um, always love that time. I've always loved Christmas. It's my favorite time of year. But I mean, this mission doing it, um, has made it even that much more special for me, especially now, you know, with, with Dalton passing away and having Kaylee and, and Isla be a part of it with us. Um, it's just been awesome. So I'm really looking forward to this year and I, I'm looking forward to just continuing to do it down the line. So yeah, the link to that will be in the description of this. Um, this is the around the 412 pirate show last two days, Steelers, Penguins, Pirates. That's the way it's going to be throughout the week. Now, whether that's Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, or Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, that might be very just, you know, when you're talking about two grown men that have other stuff to do, it's not always easy to to jump on the same exact day and record. So, but it will be three consecutive days. And as Tyler mentioned, we're going to try to do some other stuff thrown in there, uh, which we've been saying. So you guys can just call <laughs> us liars at this point. Um, but this is the Round 42 Pirates show. Let's talk some Pirates. First things first, I think the big headline of the week in Pirates land is Paul Steens going to double A to make a start on Saturday. Uh, we know he's going to be on an innings limit, probably won't pitch a ton. And that's st- well, I think that's good, like the curious thing, right? Is how many innings is he going to pitch in this start for Altoona? Is it going to be a traditional start? Is he really going to just like, I mean, because they said 20 innings was his limit for the entire season. How many has he thrown so far, though? Like five or something like that? Because it hasn't been very long that he's pitched any of his appearances. So like five or six innings, maybe he's pitched. He has thrown four innings four. At, the, okay. at the MLB level. Yeah, or not the MLB level, but you know what I mean. <laughs> what? But hey. In the Pirates organization, he's thrown four <laughs> innings. Gotcha. Okay, so, I mean, theoretically, depending on what they want him to do from this point out, I guess it could be, but I still don't think that it's going to be the case. And maybe I'm wrong there. Maybe somebody in the comments can educate me. But I wouldn't expect it to be something where, like, even if he is pitching super well, you're going to see him go, like, super deep into the game. I just don't think that's what they're looking for. Um, But I love the fact that he's going to double A already. I think this is something that we've talked about, Um, you know, whether it was going to be at some point this season or that's, like, immediately where he's starting next year at the bare minimum. This is what we wanted to see. So I think it's great that he's getting to this level of competition already. And it just, you know, tells us what we already knew about this guy, like, super advanced for a draft pick and we would expect to see him sooner rather than later in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Imagine being a guy that's been like three years in Bradenton. And you're just like, this dude takes two <laughs> innings here and he's already in double a, 
Um, no, I immediately when I saw the news, he was going. He was going to Double A. I thought of a. Uh, it's, it's it's a sound that's on TikTok, and and I'm sure it's on like Instagram Reels because let's let's be honest, Reels just copies TikTok. Um, perfect shorts. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Because this is the perfect scenario from what we wanted to see. Um, we wanted to see him get to Altoona by the end of the season. I'm pleasantly surprised that it is as early as it was. Like we said, he's only pitched four innings. Um, one of those were in the the, the rookie league in, in in Florida, and then the other three were in Bradenton. So the fact that he's in Altoona, that just shows that our timeline of what we think Paul Skeens could be on, like he might start in Altoona and have a cup of coffee there at the beginning of next season and then make the jump up to AAA for like a month or two and then come up to Pittsburgh. I feel like this is solidifying that case. Um, I would have been very concerned if he wasn't going to be at Altoona at all this year, but the fact that he is, I, I'm excited about that, and it just makes me more excited for next year because I think that we are definitely going to see him next summer. Um, as far as how they're going to use him, I, I think that they probably have like a three-inning cap is what I'd say on him. They probably get a couple couple uses out of him because if you're going to do that, he's down to 16 innings. And so how many appearances is he going to have left? If they want him to have like four to five or like three, four, four or five appearances in Altoona throughout the rest of this, the remainder of the season, there's only about a month left in minor league baseball, maybe even a little less than that. So if you want to get those, he's probably only going to be pitching three to four times. Um, so you're, you're expecting to see him probably, I would say three to four innings. Um, and he would reach that number of around the 20 inning or 20 innings pitch mark. So that's what I would expect, but I'm just really encouraged that he's already in, in Altoona. Um, saw he got some Altoona pizza. He, he looked yeah. in the curve uniform. So, uh, did you see Alex Stumpf, uh, put up that picture of me smiling from the Pittsburgh clothing company bar crawl? Yeah. And like we both just have the ma- the mustache and those pictures and like the smiles pretty much identical. Uh huh. I mean, listen if if I can get somebody like Livy, now we're okay. talking. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> Hold on. Let me let me just look at one thing. Okay. His height. Wait. Wait. <laughs> wait. Two thirty five. All right. That's I guess yeah. That's... Little, little comparable height. He's like ten inches taller than you. <laughs> Is he's he six, six, six. six Yeah, he's six six. So I can't so, even say. See, if he was six five, you know what I would say, right? Is he's closer to six foot than seven foot, and I'm closer to six foot than five foot. So we're both basically six foot. You're, <laughs> but I've never heard that before. <laughs> <laughs> but he's not. He's as close to seven foot as he is six foot. Yeah, doesn't work. What a stud. Um, but yeah, I don't even know. Oh, because it's Alex Thump uh, putting up that picture. See, we get off the rails sometimes, and it's just like, I don't even know what the talking point was anymore. <laughs> uh, but Paul Steen's going to pitch an out too, and I'm excited to see how long that goes. Um, and yeah, just seeing his time down there. It, it, do you think this is as far as he goes this year, though? Like, do you think the rest of his innings are coming there? Yeah. I mean, do you really think they'd make the push for him to go to AAA? I... I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say it's out of question for like his last appearance to be there. Um, but I mean, if I was guessing, like if I had to put a prediction on it, I think it is just an Altoona. But like based off what we've seen, it's kind of like unprecedented already for what they're doing. So like, I don't know, maybe they give him another like one or two innings stint like he was doing in, in uh, Bradenton or something there. But I, I would say Altoona. Well, I mean, he he's faced 14 batters. 
mm-hmm. and he he's only given up one hit and he hasn't walked a guy yet. I want to see what the hit was too. It was probably like some weak grounder that just like found a hole. The dude probably didn't even see it. He just swung his back. Maybe it was a bunt single contact. <laughs> Maybe it was, but the the way that he's performing, we we've said it several times, and we keep reiterating it. But this dude is ready to be here. He just, I guess, I guess for the political aspect of the viewing of a, of a prospect, you cannot bring him up to the major leagues right after you draft him for some odd reason, even I though mean, he's probably how, better than every other pitcher on your team. How cool would that be though, to have him make that history? Like as the quickest guy to debut after getting drafted. I mean, he, he I could, I legitimately Let's be on the right side of history. Could. Someone, someone who's smarter than me about baseball. Tell me why he couldn't, because from what I've seen from the pirates pitching staff this year, even if he's in the, in the, in the bullpen, he could definitely make an appearance in the MLB level and look not out of place whatsoever, especially on yeah. this team. I'm down. I'm down for it. Um, Henry Davis goes to the IL. We've talked a lot about Henry Davis recently, and not necessarily in a very positive light. I think that he's kind of um, hit one of the you know slumps, growing pains, whatever you will, at the MLB level. As long as it's not something that's like it's twofold because obviously you'd love to get as many reps for him at the MLB level this year as possible. Even if it means maybe him struggling a little bit from time to time to take those lumps, but at the same time with how he has been performing, if you want to look at it like glass half full, maybe this is a reset for him and being able to get away and just like visualize and see like, okay, this is what I was doing wrong. Get on that, that iPad that they're always on that tablet during the game, watch your at bats and see what's been going wrong. I, he strikes me as the type of dude that is like a huge film junkie in general anyway. So I feel like this time away from being able to play could be good for him. But at the same time, there's really no, um, you know, substitute for those live reps. So it's just depends on how you want to look. Do you want the glass half full or the glass half empty approach with this? I definitely look at it as a glass half full. Um, especially when you look at his past month, really, I mean, his batting average over his last 30 to 15 to 17 games has gone from 183 to 167 to 136. The the on-base percentage has been doing the same trend, going from 274 to 233 to 231 over the last 30 to 15 to 7 games. It's a trend yeah. down. And so I don't know, and this, is, this might be very ignorant, and you guys are going to be hearing this two days later, but I, don't, I genuinely don't know. Has this been like a lingering inj- injury that has been with his hand? Or is this something that kind of just popped up uh, over the last day or two? I know. I think I think he was playing through it for a while. Okay, but they were finally like, "All right, let's let's shut it down for a and little bit." M- maybe that makes me feel a little bit better about his performance over the last little while. Like maybe that is what part of the reason why he was struggling so much is he is dealing with an injury. Um, but I'd like to look at this as a glass half full, especially if he was lingering with it. Get the body right and and be able to come back on a high note and and potentially finish the season on a high note as well and and get on the on the right footing going into the off season. I and I I think that if the injury was something that you were lingering with, I feel like he should probably be looking at it that way too. Like I can I can get my hand right, get the body right, and be able to to come back and feel fully healthy. Because if that's the case, I mean we talk about with with guys. If if you're not playing 100%, then it's going to affect your performance. So, I if, if that's something that he was lingering with, and then it's it's not surprising to me whatsoever to see the numbers just dropping like they were. Yeah, speaking of performance, um, I take a look at this outfield right now, and obviously you have Brian Reynolds there, but man, 
where do you go with the outfield for the 20? There's going to be a lot of spots that I think you could look at and say, ah, we could upgrade here. Uh, We've been talking about first base for a long time, but besides Brian Reynolds and like, I guess Henry Davis, if that's what he's going to do is be the right fielder for this team. Who else is really pushing for a spot? I mean, I don't know about you. I, man, if if they're just handing Jackson Wincy a job in the majors next year, that's already like a loss for 2024. In my opinion, I understand the home runs that he can hit from time to time. I feel like he hasn't been homered in a while. I think I feel like he's been stuck on 21 for a long time, but between Sawinski, Palacios, G1 Bay, Connor, Joe, is there a solution in your mind in there? Or is that another spot where like similar to getting a pitcher to looking at first base um, that they need to look to upgrade? Well, I definitely think they need to look to upgrade because when I look, I look at the outfield, I think that you have a couple starters, um, especially if you are keeping Brian Reynolds and Henry Davis in there. But then the last guy, like Kutch is not going to be an everyday starter anymore. Um, And then the other guys like Sawinski, sure, he'd be okay defensively at times. But the bat is so hot and cold that that's not an everyday guy. Connor Joe's been pretty solid this season, but I just, I view a lot of these guys as people that would come um, out of the dugout and like off the bench in certain situations. I Platoon. don't view I a mean, lot for of what guys. you said about Sawinski against righties is how you view Joe against lefties, basically. Yeah. I, 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 I think that you have several guys that are more so depth outfielders than what I would view as your, your actual outfield. So even with like with Connor, Joe Sawinski Palacios, um, I don't think any of those guys are going to be a everyday outfield. I don't think that, any of those guys are going to pair up with with Brian Reynolds, and if it is is going to be Henry Davis for the future, um, I don't think that that's going to be a, a trio for with any of those guys. I think you are going to want to improve upon that, and so yeah, I, I think they need to upgrade. I, that's that's definitely a position of need. I feel like, yeah, no, I'm with you. I, I think that while we've talked so much about first base and how pressing it is. I think it's just my, my impatience with Sawinski really sparking this conversation and getting it to where it's at right now because I just I, I don't know how you go into 2020. And, I, and he's still relatively young, so it's not like 100% that he can't get better. But I, what a frustrating player. I think there's space for a player like that somewhere. I just if, if you're expecting him to be a regular contributor on the Pirates, it's not going to work. Like he needs to be hitting like seventh for a team that has – more consistency up and down the lineup on the pirates. It just doesn't work. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, I, I think that you need to have three guys that, and obviously I'm expecting Brian Reynolds to be the best of them, but all of them have to be carrying their load. I don't think you can have really anybody. Um, you, you can't sacrifice offense for, for good outfield play on this team. I feel like you don't have a strong enough lineup batting wise. So, if you if you're like Swinsky, since we're the we're the talking about him, if you're like him, where you have these streaks of where every hit that you have is a home run, but then you strike out thirty thirty times your next thirty at bats, like mm-hmm. that's that that's something you can't have. You have to upgrade in the outfield position. And like I said, I would love if 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 we could just go back to to Kutch being an everyday outfielder, but I don't have a time machine, so. Yeah. We're, we're, we're not going to be able to do that. I like him in the DH role. You need to get an everyday outfielder, though. Right. Yeah, I don't even view Cutch as an outfielder anymore. I think he's just DH at this point. Um, 
So, yeah. But, all right, good to know. And, guys, as always, we asked in the comments, if you guys would like to be a part of the conversation, absolutely drop a comment down below. Let us know how you feel about the Pirates' current outfield situation. Where are you at with things? I think everybody's pretty comfortable with Brian Reynolds and then obviously wanting to continue to see Henry Davis. Um, if that's the plan in right field, then there you go. You got two guys who's going to be that third piece out there. Let us know your thoughts on Paul Steens as well. Do you think that he finishes out the season Altoona or how will those innings get divvied up and how excited are you just to have a prospect like that uh, in the system? So let us know on that. What are you looking at? I'm just looking at, I was curious real quick before we wrapped up to look at the pirates prospects and look mm -hmm. at who the highest rated um, or highest ranked outfielder was. Because I feel like over the past couple seasons, we've had some outfielders and within the top 10, the yeah. highest rated one is number 20, Lonnie White Jr. Who yeah, they've all kind of, they've all come up now. So yeah, he's in Bradenton. So we're not going to see him for a while. So we don't have anybody that's, that's down there expecting to be called up. So they need to address outfield in free agency this year. I would agree. All right. Well, we'll leave it at that. You guys, as I said, can comment down below and let us know your thoughts. Um, check out those links that are in the description, wherever you're watching or listening to year six of rocking around the 412. Donate, share. The money goes to a really good cause. We're going to be providing Christmas yet again to as many kids as possible in the 724 and 412 area codes, as well as trying to adopt as many kids as possible from the East Rochester Salvation Army Angel Tree. Uh, that we're going to be doing that every year going forward in the name of our late friend Dalton Keene. Thanks to the help of his girlfriend, Kaylee, and their daughter, Isla. And uh, they're going to be part of the Christmas mission going forward. So we're really excited about that, as well as our friend Haley Wagner's Everything Custom Designs. Links are down there below if you want to get a custom shirt. Uh, Halloween's going to be coming up in not too long from now, which is pretty crazy to say. But, you know, the calendar just kind of flies by once football starts. So um, she makes custom trick-or-treat bags for your kids. A lot of cool stuff. So go check out her stuff. Um, subscribe like hit that notification bell you can now join as i was talking about uh, on youtube now you have the option to join we're going to figure out some stuff to do with that but basically like if we did enough members where it makes sense we're going to start doing like a giveaway every month where for our members like you got to be a member to be eligible to win an autographed jersey we'll just use that as an example or something like that so um there's gonna be some other perks but that's just something one way that i think would be cool and would entice people and obviously you're going to be doing a, a us a favor and supporting us so one way to give back but we'll figure out a way to do that um that's enough rambling for this week go check out the other episodes as well if you are a Steeler or penguin fan and we will be back next week uh until then for tyler smitty this is around the 412 and we'll see you then Bye bye